Digital Marketing Radio, episode 192, Social Media and PR. Chapter 11 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying Solo with David Bain. Hello, hello and a warm welcome to episode 192 of Digital Marketing Radio. Today I'm going to be sharing social media and PR. Chapter 11 of the book Digital Marketing in 2017. Get your copy over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Social Media and PR, Chapter 11, features David Shaw, Ollie Whitfield, Heather Porter, Sam Hurley, Josh Steinley, and Lukas Zelezny. Chapter 11, Social Media and PR. The web used to be a place where you published and others consumed. There wasn't any direct interaction between publishers and consumers. Now that's turned 180 degrees. Customers expect interaction now. And if they don't get it, it's likely that they'll go somewhere else. Chapter 11 looks at how you and your business can take full advantage of social media and PR in 2017. For David Shaw from davidmarkshaw.com, it's not about the numbers. It's about focusing on your core audience. So my top tip for uh, 2017 is I want uh, particularly small businesses to understand that they've been spending a lot of time on social media the last few years and building what I call a manufactured audience. And what this is, is where they've been going out and getting all of these follows and likes for the sake of them, because lots of social media gurus have told them that you've got to build this big audience. And they're not really focused on people that are actually interested in their businesses and their content. So when they're looking at their social media metrics, they're saying that social media sucks because the majority of it is just not getting seen. We've seen all the algorithms really coming together over the sort of the last year or two. Uh, and now what they're really doing is, you know, sort of uh, straining out a lot of the content that's not getting consumed. It's not getting the likes. It's not getting the shares that it requires. So I really want people to, to understand that there's, they've got this manufactured audience. They really need to sort of clear it out a little bit and really start thinking about focusing on the smaller audiences that somebody mentioned earlier that are genuinely interested in your content and so on. Uh, and it might mean a bit of a cleansing of some of your social media followings. Um, and really just don't worry about you know the, the big numbers. Focus on the small numbers and focus on quality content and those people that are actually interested in what you're, you're producing and what your business is trying to provide in terms of value. And Ollie Whitfield from Creation Agency, meanwhile, believes that it's important to utilise sales skills on social media. My tip uh, for the next year, it's kind of um, a broad one. It's for everyone to kind of get it is essentially what it is. I think uh, as my work in social selling, it's, it's a hybrid of uh, of sales and marketing. So what that really means, you know, in my space, what I see is the what I get quite a lot is cold calls and it's interruption. It's annoying. I don't trust the person. I find it really annoying. And I'm definitely not the only one who says that and definitely not the only one who thinks that. So I've kind of coined my my uh, ideological four T's of sales and marketing. So as I said, the first one is to trust. The new way to do it is definitely not to barge in, you know, and, and call me at nine o'clock in the evening. It's definitely to try and, you know, reach me in a way that you can build some kind of trust. Definitely the next stage is there's timing to it. 
So a lot of the times when people buy, it's because it's the correct time for them to buy. If you try and make them buy when it's not the right time, the chances are they won't. Third out of the four, you want turnover, obviously. So, you know, it's kind of an obvious one, but not a lot of people when they do their social selling or in, or in different types of sales or marketing, it doesn't always end up in turnover, which is sadly not, not what they wanted, as you'd expect. But lastly, the, probably the most important is to test. Uh, particularly in my line of work, social selling is quite a new thing. So, you know, the, the processes are there, the best practices are there, but maybe not everybody gets the best way to do it. Maybe we don't even know yet. So the reason for test being in this kind of four, four word um, suit, maybe we could call it, it's, nobody knows what's right. So we can only find out what's right by testing. For Heather Porter from heatherporter.com, it's essential that we interact natively on each social media platform. Top tip is less automation on social media. So that allows you to do more cross channel promotion. So what I mean by that is that you might put up a video and a long, longer written post on Facebook for your business. If you're launching something, grab the permalink from that particular Facebook post, go over to Twitter and then tweet that, but in the native language, language of Twitter. So you'd like, you know, stick a few hashtags in there. Then go over to Instagram and you tell or do a story or a post on Instagram that's also promoting that particular post over on Facebook. And then go over to LinkedIn and put an article up there that's sort of insinuating or giving a couple of the top points that you're discussing in that post over on, uh, on Facebook so you can cross promote over there. So the, the key here is this. Instead of having one post that goes out across all your channels saying the same thing with the same media, you're literally speaking better in the, in the native language of the actual social platform that you're using instead. Sam Hurley, Managing Director at Optimize, has been super successful over the last couple of years at building his own personal brand on social media. My top 2017 digital marketing strategy for anybody has to be personal branding using the power of social media. It's my top recommendation because I was able to quit employment and start my own business purely through Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook. I still don't have a fully functional website. So to make this strategy actionable for your listeners, I'll break it down into five steps. Starting with step one, decide who you are and what you want to provide as an individual. That is the most important step. Step two, choose no more than three relevant social media platforms and assess how you can make a big difference on those networks. Really take the time to research your competition, you know. Dedicate yourself to providing more value than they appear to be. Step three, it's fine to look up to influencers, but be unique in everything that you do, including your visual branding, messaging, and tone. Just be different because there's really no point in copying anybody else. They've already reserved that brand for themselves, okay? Step four, this is one of my personal favorites. Build rock-solid relationships and actually take the time to respond to people. It's something I've done since the start and it's helped me tremendously. And here's the best part. 10% of those people will be able to get you to where you want to be. And this is critical. Step five, last but not least, once you've built these valuable relationships, do not lose track of them. So it's a great idea to use what's known as social CRM software like Nimble and marketing automation platforms such as Wishpond. These tools enable you to build and nurture email lists, which can eventually turn into sales. So, those are my five steps for powerful personalized marketing that not only builds you as a brand, but any company you work for. It could even help you bag a job if you're unemployed. It's that powerful. And in relation to how you're perceived online, 
Josh Steinley from MWI shares his own PR strategy for 2017. My tip has to do with public relations, with PR, and to growth hack PR and make this part of your digital strategy in 2017, I recommend that you go old-fashioned and build real relationships. And here's how I do it. Follow 20 journalists on Twitter that you wish would write an article about you. Turn on the mobile notifications so that you get an alert about everything they post so you can really stalk them. And whenever they tweet something that you like, heart it, retweet it, and do this for about two weeks. This takes some time, but the reason this works is because nobody else does it. Then you look at which journalists have followed you back after two weeks. You reach out to them and you ask this question. What stories are you working on right now? And is there any information you need or any sources you're trying to connect with? And when they get back to you, some of them will get back to you, some won't. If they respond, you help them. If you can't help them, then you tell them what you're an expert at and you say, hey, if you're ever writing a story on what I'm an expert on, let me know. And if I can't help you out, I know others who can. And for those that you've been able to help, you do this one or two more times. And once you've been able to help a journalist two, three times, then you reach out and you say, hey, can we have a phone call, Skype? Can we meet in person if you're close to them? And once you meet them, you just get to know them a little bit. At no point in this process do you ask for them to write a story about you, but you get a meeting with them, phone call, make it really short, 10, 15 minutes, and then you just keep helping and you keep com communicating. And that's it. Now, most people ask, okay, so where do I get the article? Don't worry about it, don't even think about it. If you do this, if you provide this kind of value to journalists, they will get to know you and journalists, like anybody else, they write about people that they like and trust. And if you go down their trusted list, trust me, they're gonna end up writing about you, whether you ask for that pit or whether you pitch them, whether you ask for that article or not. And of course you get that article in a Forbes entrepreneur, Wall Street Journal or something, that's great for your SEO, it's great for driving traffic. And this is an old fashioned tip, but it works out great with your digital strategy. Talking about leveraging other marketing activities to assist with your SEO, Lukash Zelezny from zelezny.co.uk always tries to have one foot in SEO and the other in social media. For me, SEO, which been always a big love for myself and social media, which is like a new young brother they are like playing together in the same team. So first of all, um, you know, all these new things that coming in SEO, AMP pages, answer boxes, featured snippet, and things like SSL responsive load time, and so on and so on, that things need to be on, uh, you need to always be spot on. So every time Google is saying, hey, we are implementing something new, even if some webmasters may not understand why they're doing this, why they're implementing this, like some people are complaining about AMP pages, you should still implement this because in the next year you will say, oh my gosh, that was a good decision. And then when you have this, you go into social media to promote your content. And there are tools like Communit, uh, SoTrender, Brand24, Fastony, DuckSoap, Tweepy, Crowdfire, and all these tools help you to automate outreach, amplification of your content, and so on and so on. So that would be my advice for 2017. Don't um, forget about social media, how powerful they are and how much they can boost your fantastic content and fantastic SEO um, achievement. Make them playing together for the same uh, team. Chapter 11, social media and PR summary. Don't build a large manufactured audience. Build a relevant core audience. Keep on testing to see what works. Nobody knows what's best for you and your business.
We can only find out what's right by testing. Spend less time automating on social media. Speak in the native language of the social platform that you're using. Build your own personal brand on social media by being unique and building rock-solid relationships. Follow 20 journalists on Twitter that you wish would write an article about you and offer to serve. Build real relationships with them. Make SEO and social media play together for the same team. But don't focus on social media without getting your SEO right first. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Just scroll down, click on the orange order button, and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Then, when you've ordered, come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Digital Marketing Radio!